Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode one of Scrambled Egos. Uh, this is a podcast where uh, Mario Rodriguez and I, Jacob Grahava, will be talking about our opinions, curiosities, politics, conspiracy theories, pop culture, friends, and ongoing life struggles. Um, this episode, I uh, think we're mostly going to be talking about friendship dynamics, but I want to start out by uh, introducing ourselves. I will go first. Um, I am Jacob Grijalva. I am currently um, in college majoring in uh, music performance. I, um, I I have released an album on Spotify, and you guys should definitely go check it out. But um, that's what I... That, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just, just going to promo myself there. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Um, <laughs> So th- that's basically all there is to me. Otherwise, I'm a I'm a pretty boring guy. Um, Mario, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, first off, never call yourself boring. What? <laughs> you were boring when <laughs> had this podcast. Um. So my name is Mario. Um. I just want to let you y'all know that I'm also Latino. Let's go. Uh. So is Jacob. I don't know if you guys got that, but. <laughs> But I am in college right now, majoring radio and television production. So the fact that I'm literally, this is technically part of my like career, like having like a production where like we have a podcast, even though we don't have like a giant set. This is still a good start off point. Yeah, baby steps. And I don't know. I'm. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It, it, it grow definitely grow to something nice. Um, I definitely want to talk about the fact how we created this because i honestly find it kind of weak so i think it was like we were hanging out and remember everybody started to leave except for you me and our friend alex and then remember it was like all of a sudden like midnight almost 1 a.m and we were just going off like four hours and we were like we should start a podcast and we are here. Yeah, <laughs> we are here. It was it was yeah. quite spontaneous, um, but I'm I'm very glad that we are doing this. Um, I think I think yeah. a good thing to talk about right now would um, be to explain how we became friends. I guess I guess that's a good start for this conversation. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't uh, remember when I... we met. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was gonna say the same exact thing. I have no clue how we met but what i do remember in the beginning of our friendship is that every day after like seventh period in high school when you were like a sophomore and i was a junior we just pass each other and we just scream each other's names yeah it, it was <laughs> so it was a lot of random interaction yeah <laughs> and then like uh eviana jacob's girlfriend was always just like uh, mario i don't know why you're always getting the attention and i was like <laughs> i just i just do man <laughs> that's that was that was a fond memory in high school and i'm i remember both of us during that time too we were starting to get into like our like main high school like friend group yeah like you had all of like your band friends plus some and I had like my like drama friends who honestly I don't really talk to, talk to the majority of my drama friends not because of anything like bad it was just I think it just happened yeah I but you I know you talk you like friends. the the whole high school like friend group thing was always a, a little strange because I I, I feel like um I, I, this could probably go for most people who are currently listening to this but i i feel like high school is very like i i don't know the the word to use i guess i would say like turbulent because like you you make interesting yeah because like you make a lot of friends but i feel like because especially if you go away to college right i feel like it, it it's kind of sad to just know that you'll never talk to half of them again <laughs> no i completely agree though i completely agree because as soon as i started uh college i remember like losing touch in touch with like half of my friend group and it, it was just not like something where it was like oh no something 
drama filled happen where I don't really want to talk to you anymore. It was just like, I don't know, we're just, I guess, growing apart because we all have different lives now. Yeah, I mean, And yeah, that's how yeah, my friend grew up. don't don't get me wrong. I mean, it wasn't without the drama. There, like, we we both know that there was a lot of that. In both, <laughs> in both, oh my lord, yeah, oh my god, and, and it's kind I think, of funny I think because that's just one of the worst. it's kind of funny because, like, I I feel like. we've both kind of been innocent bystanders to each other's situations. Like, we've always both known what's going on with each other, but we were never, like, directly involved with each other's situations. No, exactly. I feel as though... It was, like, usually one of my closest friends in the friend group that was <laughs> the trauma starting crap, where I was just, like, listening to both sides being, like, which, like, what do I do? Like, what what am I going to, like, I had no idea what to do, because I just never wanted to enter drama, because I felt as though that's one of the worst experiences to especially go through in freaking, what's it called, in high school? Are you kidding me? Like, the last thing I was worried about was drama with a couple of friends that we can make up really easily instead of going, like, I would, sorry, I would much rather be paying attention to my schoolwork and, like, paying, uh, like, applying for college instead of, like, writing about something that I'm never going to remember. Yeah, yeah, I I yeah, I get that. It's it's like it's really weird in high school because I feel like um I feel like in college it's a little bit easier to narrow down your circle and in high school I feel like there's just always like so many people that you're forced to be around all the time and like it's not like it's not like it's really that different in college because in college there's a lot of people that you have to see all the time but it's a lot easier to not talk to those people because you're not always around them the whole day like in high school the people who you see are there in the same building with you the entire day it's like in college you can see people in class once and then you can just leave and forget about them for the rest of the day but um it, i i feel like in high school Completely agree. yeah and in high school it's a lot like harder to make your circle small because there's so many people that you're always like forced to be around and if you like if you try to avoid everybody obviously like sometimes it'll make you seem like a bitch you know <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I get it, though, because I feel as though there's, like, only a couple of solutions to really, like, if you get into drama, basically, like, you have one option to either both of you just get over it and move on so you can get through your high school experience, or two, always have that, like, grudge, and every time you see each other, you get anxious because you're probably gonna start something with each other, or... You're just getting anxious because you never really had the time to talk about your drama and you just chose to stop talking. Yeah, I feel it's like there's just no way. it's really, like, interesting because, like, you just mentioned, like, four different scenarios, and that, that brings up, like, a really good point as to, like, there's so many, like, at least in my experience in high school especially, I've had so many different, like, like friendship dynamics with people, and, like, I, I feel like there's, like, there's, like, certain groups of people, and certain individuals even where i would either a feel like i had to act different to make sure that like i had a decent conversation with them or b like it was just like a different it was just like a different like scenario to talk to different people because like i i, I feel like people Yeah. are so different that I have to talk to each person, especially in high school when there were so many of them, I had to talk to each person in a different Very way. differently. Wow, no. Absolutely. I completely agree. I feel like you just worded literally what I like was thinking. I I was like spot on basically. It's really... And I feel like going Go ahead. Yeah, I, I feel as though, like, as we said, like, everyone, and like, like you said, everyone is different. Every friend is different. And you do act differently towards some friends, just so I guess you can appear the same way as you have been throughout the friendship. And in high school, let me tell you, 
these freaks in high school, man, they're they're all different. Every single one is unique and like it can be good or bad. And you just have to learn to basically adapt to each and every connection that you make in high school. Yeah, people are like gnarly and like when you go when you go to college and when people go to college, something that I've seen a lot is that people who I've known in high school and stuff they switch their personalities completely when they go to college and it's so bizarre to me because i feel like like i've always been a true believer of being like the purest version of myself if i'm if i'm gonna act any way then i want to be true to myself more importantly than anything and people's opinions of me is have always come second but there are people who i have witnessed act the same way to uh, like a huge handful of people and then when they go to college they act completely differently and i guess in a regard like i i I can expect that to happen but at the same time like i don't mean like oh now they're in college they're going and like drinking and stuff and and hanging out with people they normally wouldn't i'm i'm saying like they have a complete personality change like they're completely different to talk to once they go off to college No, yeah, I kind of understand why they do that, though, because the difference between high school and college is so drastic. Because when you're in high school, you are spending eight hours basically in a prison, and you're doing the same thing, same exact thing, every day, for five days, ten months a year. Like, it's just insane. So when you go to college, you feel a lot more free you get to pick your classes, you get to pick what major you want to be in, you get to pick what friends or clubs, or you can pick your schedule, you can like have this giant free gab where you can figure out your own self, and I think that's one of the greatest things, but at the same time, it can also truly destroy somebody having that much free time, Yeah, you because know? I, I feel I've like, seen, like good and bad. I've definitely met like people who really enjoyed the structure of high school and there's like i see people who when they go to college especially if they're living on their own like they just don't know what to do with themselves and it's almost it's like a combination of not being in the structure of high school and not knowing how to be alone Ooh, that's honestly a really good point that you just made yeah, because like, I I agree with it's that. It's a lot I agree harder to that. like talk yeah. to random people. I think when you're in college, because like I feel like I feel like it's a lot easier to like be forcefully associated with somebody when you're in high school because you're like you're you're always around like all these different dynamics. But I I think like when you like really have no idea what anybody's interests are, it's a lot harder to go up to them and try and like spark a new conversation about something random. Mm, no yeah I, I agree i feel like that's no yeah i feel as though when you're in high school you can all relate to the fact that you're going to the same high school taking the same classes but when you meet a new person random you can't really relate to them unless like it's like one of your major classes but if it's like like a liberal arts class i feel as though it's a bit harder to connect with a person yeah and it's from my experience. That's yeah. how I felt. No, no, yeah, I, I, hundred percent agree with, with that standpoint, and I feel like for a lot of people who, I, I think, I think it's a struggle for a lot of people, and it's one that I genuinely understand, because, I like it, it is like a really terrifying thing to go, and meet like a completely new set of people to interact with. Like I don't think that I, it's like I, I don't think that it's easy to to just drop off everything that you've known to this point because that's one of the things that I felt when I went to college. Like one of the things that I felt was okay, so I have all of this established for me already and leaving it behind is like really hard for some people and for me it ended up being fine, but I know that I I know some people who are like really like devastated by it. 
No, yeah, I... Some people just can't handle it, and that's okay. I feel as though you just have to... F I feel like you should try it if you are really gonna think about it that much, because at least I think about going to college and trying a new like, life, because I feel as though it would be more freeing for you, and like now you know, instead of always wondering what would happen. So I think that it's good, but the in college I just it's just such a drastic turn. That's honestly basically what I'm trying to say because I remember going in high school, having these set of friends, and then when college hit, I remember losing those friends and the dynamic of trying to make friends was very drastic and uh, you're just gonna have to figure it out no matter what like you like either you're gonna figure out that you're, you're just not gonna make any friends or you're gonna figure out that it's just not like you i don't know i don't know how to explain it with like the words that i'm trying to say yeah. basically you're gonna have to learn how to adapt or yeah. you're just gonna you're just gonna fail that's honestly that's pretty much it yeah i, I know what you mean and like i've heard a lot of iterations yeah. about this thing where like i've heard a lot of iterations about this kind of thing where people are pretty harsh about it and it's kind of like you know uh, like i feel bad for people who experience this kind of like stress and then they don't have anybody to like re like rely on to help them because like i've met people who have gone through this struggle and then they're their family and, and parents or relatives and they'll just be like yeah but you know you have to deal with it because this is expensive and i'm paying money for you to get your education and like no matter how you're feeling right now you're gonna just have to push through it and like i like i know like i've seen firsthand that things can happen that are out of your control like for example um, my, my brother was going away to college, and you know this, but I, I'm just telling everybody, my brother was going away to college, and he ended up coming home, because, uh, like, I'm not gonna get into why, but th there's multiple reasons that, like, really affected, um, really affected him and everybody else, and he just didn't want to be alone, and that's, like, obviously a very understandable thing, and it's something that I've seen happen firsthand, and I'm sure it happens to plenty of other people, and, like, I, I feel bad for the people who don't really have anything to go back to because, or, or they just don't want to go back because, like, there are definitely people out there who have, like, like, homes that they would rather not return to or parents who don't want them to come back because, like, like, let's, like, let's be honest, there's definitely parents who, who tell their kids to go away to school and, like, just, just like, try and yeah, figure it out on their own. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I, for yeah, for example, your brother, like, he's one of the primary examples, like, he didn't really like the lifestyle that he had at college, so I think it's good that, not only that he tried, but that he figured out what he wanted, and he made a decision, and then when he came home, he, like, stuck with it, and Ryan, if you're listening, shout out to you. But I think, that, honestly, that happens a lot. That happens quite frequently. I've met, I think, at least 10 people who have done that, Jacob. Yeah. Who have just I, couldn't adapt to the college lifestyle. Yeah, I, I think that, like, um, I feel like one of the most important things and one of the biggest factors in being able to get through this easily is to have really good friends behind your back to... to to rely on because like i that's that, i feel like that's one of the biggest mistakes that i've seen people make when they when they go off to college or even if even if it doesn't involve college if they're starting a new chapter of their life the one of the biggest mistakes that i've seen people make is cutting off everybody that they had previously spoken to and i oh my god i think that's I, I so stupid of me <laughs> it's terrible and i can't I can't get behind that for several reasons. One, because you're kind of screwing yourself over. Because if you cannot find anybody to talk to in your new environment, then you're basically mentally screwed. Unless you're one of those people who are like 100% independent and don't really need anybody to, to to talk to, then, I mean, you're going to thrive. But if you're somebody who 
like really enjoys company and enjoys having people to talk to i i don't understand why those same people would drop all of their friends before they go start something new and it's also oh, yeah. really I messed up because I've been, I've been on the receiving end of this before and like there are people who i thought i was really good friends with who decided to just not be friends with me anymore because they were going to college and when i asked like why they didn't want to be friends with me anymore that was the only reason they could give i'm just going to college i want to start new i'm not really going to be talking to anybody from here anymore and i i just like i don't understand i can't get behind it no yeah i i just never understood when someone said in high school when i get out of here i'm not speaking to any of you like what i i don't understand that like you're just gonna drop every connection that you made start something new so you can feel more free but at the end of the day i know for a fact it's just gonna bite you on your ass now you have no one to rely on when you're feeling a little bit down or you're getting a lot of major setbacks that you can't control you know yeah, and I like I I I just I feel like those same people who you end up not talking to anymore the like one, one of the biggest things especially from people who like have like a profession and they are successful one of the biggest things that I've heard from them is that it's sometimes it's not about how well you can do your job because mo I mean most of the time like it's a big factor but one of the biggest things as and maybe equally as important is the connections you make and especially if you have friends who are doing the same thing as you and are interested in the same like hobbies as you those same people could end up being your greatest connections to things that you want to do when you're older and what like I feel like even if you're not friends with these people right like I think you should have the 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 I guess willpower for yourself to to be acquaintances or civil with them like you don't even have to talk to them but you know mm. they they could they could help you out in the future and I I don't think it's worth it to just you know uh, like I think the only real reason to completely stop talking to somebody is if you actually have a problem with them like if I end up just like fading away from somebody by not talking to them like it's whatever like that that happens but i'm not going to deliberately go up to you and be like yeah i do not want to talk to you anymore and like unless unless i have a problem with you i don't i don't like know why people do that <laughs> no yeah no yeah i no yeah so basically overall literally you're just it's just not a good idea to just drop every connection that you've made just because you're starting something new or because you, that's just the plan that you had in your head. Just dropping everybody just doesn't make any sense to me. But I think a great point that you just made was, like, f talking, like, ending a friendship. I think in high school, you just, there's there's quite a few friendships that you end. And then post high school, like, a year after you graduated high school, you also end a lot of friendships. And I wanted to dive in that a lot more because I think the friendship breakup is super super hard to go through you know a hundred percent i think going through sorry what did you say i i was just gonna say i a hundred percent agree with you and the worst thing about it is that it entirely depends on the person that you're going to stop being friends with exactly i i don't think i've ever had a friendship breakup where I didn't try to like either solve it or to try to talk about it. I think there's been multiple times and it's, you see this a lot more than not. There's people who you talk to so they can change, so they can like stop being toxic in your life and then just don't respect you or listen to you and they continue doing the toxic thing that they are causing in your friendship. And there's yeah. also times where people just end the friendship because as soon yeah. as you tell them there's a problem, they just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I've, <laughs> you know, I've been there. <laughs> I there's there's like oh, yeah, there there's yeah. so many examples I can think of this happening, and I've had to stop being friends with people in the past just because like 
like there have been instances where it wasn't even a negotiable thing and it's just because like i i don't really have like tolerance for absolutely vile behavior if that makes any sense <laughs> god damn <laughs> like no cuz i'm just saying if you do something like like really really messed up on like a universally moral level then i obviously cannot associate with you anymore <laughs> no yeah no yeah that's pretty understandable though yeah. like i feel i feel like also also, this is the craziest thing. I feel like when you're in high school, the craziest shit happens. So the friendship ends. Like, I've been a year and a half like out of high school. And I just feel like nowhere. Like, I feel as though like post high school wasn't as intense or dramatic or as crazy as the high school friendship breakups. Oh yeah, at least in my perspective. That, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like I feel as I, I I think like I feel a high high school is just like a different beast because college <laughs> is so much more. At least in my experience, and honestly, this is the case for most people who I've had this discussion with. High school is so much more like mentally detrimental than college and it's it's like it's the weirdest phenomenon because uh, like adults will always tell you high school is the or at least from my perspective i've always had adults tell me high school is the greatest time of your life enjoy it now like that that is like prime time and i i don't i don't get that i i've I've had so many adults tell me that same thing but college is like so much easier and now, I, like going back to the friendship thing that we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, obviously making new friends in college is more difficult. But I find that most of the time, the friends that you make in college are ones that you can really relate to because most of the time, the friends that you end up making are only the ones that you really have something in common with. Like, for instance, all of my friends here at college are music majors just like me. And the only reason I met them in the first place is because we're all music majors. And we all get along because, well, one, we have that one thing in common, and two, it's already, like, an established circle, I guess. Like, like there, there's a lot of music majors who know each other just right off the bat, and I think it's easy to, to choose which one of those people you want to associate with, and it goes a long way in avoiding, like, terrible instances of friendship breakups. But in high school, like, you are introduced to so many people and you end up being friends with people by mistake. Like, you have less of a freedom to make that choice when you're in high school. No, absolutely. 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 I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just... I, like, I, I just feel as though... Go ahead. I just feel as though, like, the fact that the high school is just forcing you basically to be friends with your peers and socialize like hardcore OD every day, five days a week, eight to like, honestly, sometimes 14 hours if you like, you have a club. And I think that the fact that it makes it just so much worse if you have a friendship breakup, you know? And I also agree with the fact that if you are making friends like in college, you do have basically... I was gonna say the basically the same goal at hand so all of you have this connection by having the same goal if you're having one of your major classes you know yeah and i um in in high school when you like stop being friends with somebody the collateral damage from that is normally massive <laughs> Oh my god, both of you and you and me, bro. Oh my god, you and me both went through like some major shit that we weren't really even a part of. And I just remember like damn, there goes like four other friends. Literally, you stop being friends with one person and about thirty other people go with them because everybody like, feels damn, the need bro. to make a choice. 
and <laughs> no, you could literally stop being because... friends for no reason at all other than yeah we just don't get along all that well and people who are friends with the both of you will always <laughs> have to make a choice for some reason when you could just not do that <laughs> literally i'm i just want to let everybody know if you're hearing this if you're still in high school if you are just in a friend group if you're an adult whatever like i <laughs> i just feel as though you don't have to make a choice ever you never do i just feel as though if they were your true friends both of them would be like okay well if this person's gonna be here during whatever i'm gonna still have respect for you you know what i mean like i just feel as though you should like have respect for the person by being civil with the person that you had a problem with Yes, and a, 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 a great instance of this, and I, I think you're going to know what I'm talking about when I say it, and it, it, it's happened multiple times, but I've been in the situation <laughs> where I've had two friends who I've had for a long time, and then they end up getting together, and then they end up breaking up, and one of them might expect me to make a choice, and mm -hmm. I kind of hate that because like there are there are some relationships where i can tell that one person is just like a total asshole and it makes mm -hmm. me not want to associate with them anymore but there have also been relationships that i've witnessed where like i don't see a problem on either side and honestly what happens behind closed doors i if i'm not there to see it then i have no idea and uh, like i'm obviously not speaking about like drastic things here like like really bad things. Yeah, of course. I, I, I'm saying just like, yeah, like abuse or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not nothing like that. I'm talking just about like regular, mm -hmm. you know, relationship dynamics. Or so, if if somebody has a natural fallout in a relationship and they're like, yeah, you know, I just don't think this is gonna work. <laughs> I don't want to be in a position where I have to make that kind of a choice. And 90% of the time, mm -hmm. in that situation, I will always be an advocate for continuing to be friends with both of them. Because if both of them were no, friends at the same, same time, then I don't want to have to make the choice just because they got into a relationship and just because they broke up and now they're going to be petty about it. Yeah, I completely agree, though. I think that's the one... It's just so stupid. The only time where, like, I don't... Like, I do choose a side when two supposed friends break up is when I wasn't friends with both of them before they got into the relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I was Be friends with one of them, like, way before the other one even came into the picture... I would, like, yes, obviously yes, I'm yes. going to know the first person better, and normally their, their significant other ends up being more of, like, a secondary character. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, like, there are some instances where, like, I uh, had one friend, and then when they started dating this one person, I did become really close friends with them, but... Either way, I don't care how close I am with the other person, I still was friends with the original person who got together with this new friend. Yeah. New, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel as yeah. though it just makes sense that way because you were friends with them first, and that's automatic loyalty. Yeah, and and it's not like I have to hate the person who they dated. Like I don't have to. I don't have to absolutely despise their being after they break up. It's just out of respect. But yeah, it's out of respect. Like if they were to ask me, like, "Hey, you know, can you like not hang out with this person? It kind of makes me uncomfortable because you know we were together and now we're not, and I just don't want to really see them anymore. So at least when we're together, if you guys couldn't hang out, then like, yeah, that that's fine. Like obviously, I'd give you that level of respect, and. They're honestly, most of the time, they would probably stop talking to me first before I would stop talking to them. Like, if, That's true. if you get broken no, yeah. up with, like, I don't think anybody would ever, like, unless you really got that close, I don't think anybody would really continue to want to talk to your ex's friends. I, I like, that rarely ever happens no, yeah. from my position. No, yeah, I, I, I don't think that's ever. No, yeah, that's never happened with me, at least. I feel as though when the two friends do break up, the secondary friend, aka the person they got together with, 
they realize they're definitely probably not going to be friends with me anymore because why would they? Like, why, why would I? Especially since they're... Like, the base of our friendship with the secondary friend is because they got into a relationship with the first friend. Yeah, and from their perspective, why would they even want to talk to their ex's friends? I don't think I've ever had that desire in my life or seen anybody who has that <laughs> desire. Like, even with my exes, like, like, with my exes, and I was, like, friends with their friends, I never, ever, ever reached out to them and was like, yo, can we still be friends? Can we still hang out? Like, we're not together anymore, but, like, can I hang out with you, though? Like, that's just weird. Yeah, bro, I, I've never experienced that before. <laughs> yeah, and if anybody does experience that... God bless. Run! Do not God be their bless, brother. Literally, you are you are asking for destruction of that friendship. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. I'm gonna try to hook up with you to get back at them. I, that's that's <laughs> what's gonna happen. Oh no! I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> especially as teenagers, our like hormones are going through the roof, bro. Oh no! Oh my god, <laughs> dude! I I revenge sex is the most like abominable <laughs> thing i've <laughs> i've ever heard of it's like such a petty stab in the back like i <laughs> wait i think wait haven't you and me experienced this like you know not like too long ago um crazy like oh, 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 not, oh, like... oh oh yeah 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 i i, I think i know what you're talking <laughs> you about know. yeah 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 like, no that oh, would yeah <laughs> That was, bro, when you told me about this, I was like, no fucking way. Did these, did these two friends really do that? I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, do you know? Like, I'm just so confused. Like, I am baffled when that happens. I, I feel like that's, like, the biggest, like, the biggest message of distrust that could ever come out of a human being. And I think it's That's... immature, to be honest. I like I think that revenge sex is immature. I don't think you have to go that far to really hurt somebody's feelings like that. And if you know what's even worse, though, <laughs> you know what's even worse? Oh no! Revenge relationship. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like I'm sorry. No, but like with our instant, like uh, our um, example, like from our like like ex friend. They really expected us to still be friends with them. Yeah. After they did our other friend dirty. Yeah. Like, what? No! You just, like, how am I supposed to trust you when you did that to your supposed best friend? Come on. Especially Come on. If, especially if you're lying about it. That's, like, a whole different level of, like... I, I Like, it's so unnecessary. If you're gonna be I, yeah. that kind of person, then I would, I would either, A, just like straight up say that you're going to do it. I and I I don't know what somebody has to do to you for you to warrant having revenge sex or getting into a revenge relationship <laughs> because that is so no for real. That is so hurtful and impactful on so many ways and I like I get it. Okay. Uh, honestly, it's it's a it's kind of funny. But at the same time, <laughs> no, it's so it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's funny when it's not happening to you. Like hearing stories about that will always make me laugh. But I like, like honestly, also, I could okay, never not do to be that. like a jerk. Oh, yeah, not to be like a jerk to our friend that went through this. But like, it was so entertaining to hear the story. Like. Every time I hear a story like that, it is beyond entertaining. But the worst part is, these people weren't out of high school yet. Like, what? Exhibit A of what we were talking about before, dude. High, high school is like... Uh, it's like a wrestling match in a steel cage. <laughs> No, for real. Like, you really decided to do that to your friend while you're in high school? Do not 
how many hours are you basically with them in the same location? Like, are you stupid? Oh my god. I think. And <laughs> I've, I've, I've been on the serving end of this plate. I, I've been the moron to think this before. But I think it's really funny. And I, I, I'm, I'm pointing out that I'm a hypocrite here. I think it's really funny when people tell other people, like, secrets especially in high school when things are easy to get around and, and, and they're like yo no, you yeah. cannot tell anybody this is super classified information and then they're telling just like then i'm like random. no for real like i'm like for real no i swear on my mama that i won't tell anybody and then i tell half the school bro i'm not gonna lie I'm not, I'm like, honestly... and I feel, and I, it's nothing it's never All so right. i i just feel like i don't mean to like I, okay, so I would never say anything that's actually, like, important, like, trauma, to anybody. I would never do that. But if it's some, like, petty-ass fight, and, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell the story. You know what's especially a good scenario of this? And I feel like you know where this is going. But when people, like, like, for instance, if somebody were to talk shit about me to my brother or my girlfriend, and expect it to not get back to me, you are a genuine <laughs> moron if you think that that is but it's not happened. getting back That's to the me. worst part. No, I, I know it's happened. I know part. it's happened. And if you don't think that's going to get back, you're a moron. And I get it. Like, if you want it to get back, then that's a different thing. But, like, if you genuinely are sitting there in your head and thinking, yeah, this is not going to go to the person who it's not intended to go to, then I... <laughs> Uh, how? <laughs> like, oh, I know, I get it. Like, you're like you're the same blood in the same friend group. Like, you really, really cannot tell this person. What? Yeah. No, I'm a snitch. <laughs> I like that's I'm, that's I'm like somebody going up. That's like somebody going up to my mother and being like, "Yo, your kid is a piece of shit," and having the mom not say anything. <laughs> oh my god, I couldn't. I can imagine Don. I can imagine Don doing oh, that. No, not like, yeah, Don. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Don if you're listening. Shout out to Don, fact. <laughs> For real. <laughs> no, that would. That's just insane. I think, honestly, yeah, I think that's the craziest, craziest thing that, like, revenge. Oh my god! Just try. Just in general, friend group. And then you see, like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I can, I can explain this better. Basically, are telling a close friend, like, talking shit about basically their best friend, and yeah. you're just expecting yeah. them to basically not tell them, even though they would be the toxic bad friend they did that you're putting them in a moral dilemma and more often than not like 99% they're not gonna choose you yeah more like I I hate being somebody who the only time I'll ever throw somebody in that kind of situation and um, like unless I do it by accident because everybody makes mistakes but the only time I would purposefully put somebody in the kind of situation where they have to make like like a, a genuine decision of trust and morality is if it was something really serious but i really hate when somebody puts me in a situation where they're like this person telling me is really important to me but then the other person who should know this is also equally as important to me and yeah. it would be the right thing for them to know but it's the wrong thing for me to tell them and, and I, I i hate being in that situation because i th i feel like it's a situation where nobody wins mm. oh yeah i agree i feel like i feel like it's rough i feel like i don't think i've ever gone like caught though <laughs> i don't think i've ever gotten caught when i've like told somebody else something like i'm pretty I'm pretty smart. I'm like, but I also agree with you. Like, I don't think I ever really have to put somebody in a, like, moral dilemma being, like, like, unless it's, like, something serious. Like, unless, like, they're going through something like, pretty traumatic 
they're like with you yeah and i i don't know i i've been in like so many of these situations and it's just always a bad thing so moral of the story is that you should try your best to not keep secrets from people who should know what your secret is absolutely that 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 is the moral of that story um can i tell you something that's completely unrelated to the current conversation we're having (laughs) no of course i had the absolute shittiest time at the apple store today why is that You you know I, normally I love being in places with technology because uh, that that's like me being in a a kid in a candy shop, but I went to the <laughs> Apple Store today for the third time in the past week and a half because my AirPods were broken. What? My AirPods were broken. The first oh yeah, you told me about that. The first time I went, they they gave me a replacement right AirPod and. It worked for like a day, hmm. and then a day after, the left AirPod stopped working, so they had to order a replacement for me to go pick it up today. And I picked it up, and when I was sitting there, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this now, so that if it doesn't work, I can try to get help while I'm still here, because I want to avoid another trip back." Of course, and a smart thing to do. Yeah, these guys were so goddamn rude i tried explaining to them the situation and how you know i i tried to give them the whole like synopsis of what happened to my airpods when (laughs) so that they could understand the problem in its fullest depth but when i tried to explain it to them there were like three different people who cut me off in the middle of my explanation and were like okay can you like get to the point like what's the actual problem and i was like dude i'm literally explaining it to you right now and then it took me like 30 minutes to get help every time somebody came by me they'd come by me neglect me and then they would leave and it would take like 25 minutes for somebody else to acknowledge the fact that i'm sitting there doing absolutely nothing and it was so infuriating moral of the story it ended up working after some time it, they work now but the experience at that store did they, did they was, fix it yeah it, it was fixed but the general customer oh, okay. experience at that store was absolutely invigorating <laughs> and it, i don't mean invigorating oh in a good God. way i mean invigorating in the worst possible way <laughs> no but i bro okay but like um i think i think this is i think that's completely related to this fact you know why because I think the reason why they were rude to you was because their ex had revenge sex with their best friend. <laughs> There's a very good chance of that being the case. You no, know, there was like, like you said, there was like three of them. So the odds of that happening of their ex having revenge sex with their best friend makes sense. Honestly, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> dude, I remember like going to work on really bad days. And absolutely wanting to murder mm-hmm. a customer. Not legitimately, because, because, I, I, uh, I, would, because of, I would never uh, hurt anybody. But And not even because of any particular reason. <laughs> I could have just woke up and, like, been in a terrible mood. But I violence. understand. You're just like, degree. fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I understand to a degree what it's like to just be in such a bad mood that you want to take it off on a customer who's asking a stupid question. I do that all the time. I work in drive-through, Jacob. I, I take I it out on these people so bro. much. Actually, you know, if you received, uh, if you receive food for me, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to like put you in a bad. I, honestly, I'm probably going through a friendship breakup. Shit, I don't know, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I I I remember there was like. So many times, because I used to work at a supermarket, right? I used to work at a stop and shop by me. And there were so many times where I would be standing in aisle six. And I, if I remember correctly, it's been a while, but I believe aisle six is where the chips are, right? And... <laughs> wow. <laughs> actually, no, I don't think aisle six is where the chips are. I think aisle six is where, like the, like, the baking stuff is. Anyway, that's not important. But let's say aisle six was where the baking stuff is, right? <laughs> And there would be another customer who would walk down aisle six and be like, 
hey, uh, where's the baking stuff? And it would be right in front of their face everywhere. <laughs> and sometimes I think people were seriously doing it to, to mess with me because I, I don't understand. Like, unless you're like a really old person with a terrible mm. eyesight, I mm. don't like I, it's right in front of you everywhere. There are so many baking things that you cannot miss it. It is surrounding you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like you're the type of person too to get really pissed off when like somebody's just plain out stupid. <laughs> Dude, I, I listen. I don't like to be a, to be an asshole to people, and I I completely understand the whole customer experience. You know, the customer is always right, and even if they can't find aisle six while they are in aisle six, then you know, it's it's fine. Just just let it be. But I I I get so frustrated. Because it's like, I don't know. I, I can't really get mad, I guess, because I'm also the same person to do stupid shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah. See, I, I, like, I, ah, I'm such a hypocrite. <laughs> you done that. <laughs> no, but while we're on the topic of work and friends, like, can we like take a moment to like, I really appreciate my work friends. Yo, that is a they fact. They get me through it, bro. Shout out to my work Oh my friends. god. I know they're going to be hearing this. Shout out to Aaron. Shout out to Jess. Shout out to Rebecca. Shout out to Angelo. 100%. Yo. Shout <laughs> Wait, out yo. Shout out to my manager, Katie. <laughs> shout out to Lizzie. Shout out to Christina. These are these are my homies, dude. I God, I love those people so Oh my much. god. My manager, Katie, is so hyped for this, bro. Yo, bro, when I found Katie, out bro. that we were changing our podcast name, <laughs> shout out to Katie. But she literally, she was helping me so much with um, figuring out a new title after we decided to not do our OG title. And I remember it was the person who created um, one of our choices. And it was, what's it called? It was, this podcast contains nuts. Yo, hold up. Before you continue, we need to give the audience an explanation of why that's so funny. I, so, I, in case you guys didn't know, um, I'm an absolute moron and I'm allergic to basically everything. And my most deadly allergen would happen to be peanuts and tree nuts. And when Mario told me that a contending name for our podcast was This Podcast Contains Nuts. I, I thought that was the funniest shit in the world because, I, I, you know, it's a normal thing for me to get attacked based on my allergy. <laughs> no, it's normal. Like, you're, if we get, like, our this podcast to be really big, you just see, like, YouTube comments being like, you're allergic to fucking nuts, fucking weak-ass hoe. Dude, that happens. I just can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> oh, that's it's so sad. <laughs> no, bro, I, I'm telling you. So, so you know, like, eat Chick Fil A. I no, I can't eat Chick Fil A. I cannot eat Chick Fil A. But let me tell you, I. Yeah, so, I think it's crazy. Go for it. Go for it. So, so for everybody who doesn't know this and isn't close to me, who's about to watch this. I just recently got over having mono. I don't know how I got it. I, I was not making out with anybody. Um, I, I, I just randomly got mono. And on top of the verbal assault that I already get based off my nut allergy, my roommates oh my and friends here at school love to um, threaten to punch my enlarged spleen to cause it to rupture. And <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that is absolute oh, slander, <laughs> bro. They just did not want you to be successful for that week, <laughs> dude. I already wasn't successful. I couldn't wake up early in the morning for my classes. I couldn't do my homework. I was struggling, brother. But we're good now. God bless good that's really good <laughs> yo i'm putting it out there right now sushi is absolutely bomb okay jacob don't hand me on this brother 
Don't hate me on this, okay? I cannot find it in me to love sushi. I'm sorry. I I I might have to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> like like I might have to find when a new wants, like umami. Yeah, if Abby wants umami, I'm like, all right, but I ain't getting sushi. The only sushi I eat is like what the California roll with the crab. I think it's crab. I don't even know. Yeah, I, th- I think California roll is crab. I I think I don't know. I'm not a sushi expert. <laughs> I just can't find it in me, man. Yo, speaking of crabs, I saw this video earlier today. You know what a mantis shrimp is, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I saw this video earlier today, and I was showing my roommates of a mantis shrimp. You know how they can punch at, like, like Mach 13 or some shit? They, I saw a video of a mantis shrimp who punched a crab so hard that it amputated its arm off with a single punch. Say what? <laughs> what? This shrimp punched this crab so hard that his arm fell off. The crab's arm? Yeah, his arm fell off because the shrimp punched him that hard. What the fuck? Dude, mantis shrimp are rigged. Mantis shrimp are like S-tier oceanic (laughs) creatures. They're a different beast. (laughs) Yeah, they're like S-plus. Oh my god. What the fuck? That's insane, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that is pretty wild. You know what I find what's you know what I think is pretty weird. Tell me. I think the fact it's like kind of random, but it's not because it's relating to the, like shrimp. Freaking SpongeBob SquarePants, the show. Why? Why don't I ever see like a, that is like shrimp? Wait, um... you never see a shrimp character. Yo, you you gotta be you gotta be lying to me right now. Hold on, I. It's never been. Uh, you see a crab, you like, you know. You Hold up, Mr. I Krabs, gotta look this shit Larry up. the Lobster. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I've. Ne- I love SpongeBob. That shit is like bomb.com. There's gotta be a shrimp character. No, there is a shrimp character. Is no, you're lying. What? There, there's multiple actually. There, there's one um that uh walked into the crusty crab i think i'm just seeing screenshots of it but there's another one uh the jumbo shrimp is an enemy of mermaid man and barnacle boy he first appears in the episode mermaid man and barnacle boy 2 oh you're right you're right i do remember this he's wow. got like okay he has like uh uh what's his what's his name man ray he, ha- he has his like helmet on and a belt but he's just mm. like full-blown shrimp brother Wait, isn't that a crab? <laughs> Am I crazy? That looks it, like a crab. Yeah, it's like it, it. I don't know. It looks like a crab, but they they his name is Jumbo Shrimp. Oh, I can see like his legs looking like the arms, and I can see. No, that's literally it. I can just see his like, legs being the arms of the shrimp, but it does not make sense for his hands to be in a shape of a crab. Wait, like, like yeah, hold hands. on. Everybody everybody um, at home right yeah. now, everyone at home, go look up Jumbo Jumbo Shrimp from Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy and look at this man's <laughs> tail real quick. Why does his tail look like it's got a stinger? Like what is th- I feel like it's I feel like it's shaped with like a lobster, a crab, and a shrimp. And a shark. A shark? Is it because he's ripped? Yeah, let's say No, oh, I guess, but I was thinking about the tail. The tail, like, I don't know. I feel like a weird-ass shark would have that weird-ass tail. His tail looks like a baguette. No, honestly, no, it doesn't. You know what? It looks... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I know this is going to sound super weird for the people that are listening if you didn't, like, look this up, but the tail reminds me of a butt, and then it's sitting on a stick. <laughs> oh no, brother. 
like, like I, I don't know what my mind was thinking when I saw the tail, you but that was the first your thing. Brain. You need to cleanse your aura, brother. <laughs> you know what? Wait, you know what? Also, you know what it also looks like? It looks like it has a hand. Like his, like his tail has a hand. Um. Like, I mean, yeah, it looks like claws, but I can't explain the thing in the middle. <laughs> Yo, have you anyway, ever so we played? Have you ever played Battle for Bikini Bottom? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, bro, that that shit was bomb. I that that game is absolutely gorgeous. I have not played the remaster yet, but God, do I want to? Oh my God, I. I remember playing that when I was. When did that even come out? That came out like. Oh jeez. Was it um, early two thousands? And then I, then we just got it later on in life. Um. Let me. Let me see. Um. Battle for Bikini Bottom was originally released on October thirty first, two thousand and three. Wow! Wow! Oh my God! Were you just born? Yeah, I had just been born, yeah. What the fuck? No, but that game was bomb.com. Honestly, Nickelodeon, their, like, games on their website, I don't know if you ever played it, but their games on their website Yo, were just something I when I was little. so much when I was younger. Yeah, I played, I played every single one of those games. That shit was bomb. I played so much of their games, and honestly, okay, now that we're on this topic, I cannot stand for what they did to Spongebob. What do you mean? Have you have you ever seen any of the modern Spongebob episodes, like any of the new ones that have been released? Uh, like two years ago, maybe. No, you have to At watch, most- you have to watch the garbage that comes out now from Spongebob. I, yo, if any SpongeBob fans are seeing this, I'm I'm a hater. I I, I cannot. <laughs> oh god. I cannot. Yeah, please don't cancel us like SpongeBob. No, honestly, if I get oh canceled god. because I don't like SpongeBob, even example, I I, I want to get canceled because I because I don't like SpongeBob. Okay, so um, I okay, there's a video I really want to show, but I obviously can't because it's just audio. Yeah. But the, I guess the best way I can explain it is the animation and the art style looks completely different. Really? Does it look too modern? Yeah. Like, like, there's uh. like freeze frames of the characters making facial expressions, and they've gotten into this habit of making the characters' faces look like super deformed during the freeze frames. And it looks so bad. I, I, it's terrible. Honestly, I think SpongeBob peaked when uh, they were performing. Like they had a band performance at like one of like their games. Yo, at, like, at the stadium. At, at the Bubble Bowl, I think it was called. Yep. yep. That and chocolate was their peak. Chocolate, yo. That was. That that was, was a good thinking, episode. Bro. Do you remember the episode with um, Wormy? With the with the with the <laughs> butterfly worm? Yo, that scared the crap out of yeah. me when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I you know what also scared me that I'm kind of like ashamed of the episode of like all the supervillains. I don't know why my bitch ass was like. Ah. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't justify you on that one. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Doodle Bob. Yo, Uh, I know for a fact. (laughs) No, (laughs) Doodle Bob is honestly. Can someone get a tattoo? Like, if you're watching this or hearing this, whatever. I think play like get getting a tattoo of Doodle Bob is pretty epic. You know what? I'll make a bet, and and anybody who has has listened this long to hear this can hold me up to this bet if this video at any point if this podcast at any point in time ends up getting here on on youtube let's say 500 likes on youtube all right 
at any point in time. I don't care if it's now. I don't care if it's in a few months from now. I will get a Doodle Bob tattoo on my calf. <laughs> oh my god, that would be epic. That would be crazy. I will do it. And, uh, and you know what? There, there we go. We, 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 have, we have our clip to post on TikTok now. That was it. That was the one. If anybody hears this, if we get 500 likes on YouTube, Jacob will get a tattoo of Doodle Bob on his calf. Yep. Right on my calf. calf. I'm I'm proud. Oh I'm proud yeah. to say that I just said that, and I will do it. I I need somebody to hold me up to that standard because I'm not gonna remember. I know there's probably gonna be a few people who've made it this far, but listen, if you can get us to 500 likes, yo, Doodle Bob will go on my leg. <laughs> Fire, that's pretty epic. And on that note, I think I think we had a pretty successful podcast. Yeah, yeah, it was a good episode one. Episode I, one? I think, I think is, it went pretty good. Yeah, I think this is a good time to end it off, probably, with uh, the Doodle Bob promise. Um, <laughs> the Doodle Bob promise. There's our title now. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please feel free to share this to uh, anybody you know, any of your friends, any of your relatives. Um Give us support by um, liking our podcast and subscribing to it on YouTube. Uh, everything is Scrambled Egos. There will be links to everything in the description of the video. And there should be links in the About Me section on uh, YouTube. Uh, make sure that if you listen to us on Spotify that you save our podcast. And make sure if you listen to us on Apple Music, you... I don't even know how, how Apple Podcasts work. It's a five-star review. Yes, give us a five-star <laughs> review. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I, I guess save it or whatever Apple Podcasts does. But uh, yes, tune in <laughs> next week on Friday for episode two. I hope that you guys enjoyed. And until then, I will see you next time. Also, happy Thanksgiving until next episode yes happy thanksgiving farewell everybody enjoy your weekend bye